Sometimes life is messy. Have you ever wished you could refocus your mind, home, relationships, and work life? Join us as we use research-based information to make practical changes and simplify life. This is Life Simplified. Welcome to Life Simplified. We're so glad that you're joining us today. And today's episode, we're going to be discussing shrinkflation. So I'm just interested to see, have you all heard of this word? Do you know what it is? Or are you like, I don't have no idea what you're saying? Well, I'll be honest here. I wasn't really sure what that, what that <laughs> word was and what it was. But after we've, you know, kind of talked about it before we started our episode here, I know exactly what you're talking about. You so. just didn't know it had a name. Absolutely. Exactly. So we had a little pre-conversation <laughs> today before we started because shrinkflation, it's kind of a different word. But I was like, okay, wait, I think I know what this is. Let me check, make sure I'm on the right page. But I don't know if this is like a local or regional thing, but maybe some of our listeners out there can relate. So I can remember when I was younger and would play softball or some other sport, they would always have these candy bars. They'd be like, sell these candy bars to raise money. It was a fundraiser. And I can remember they'd have different flavors, but the caramel ones were my favorite. Mm -hmm. And so they'd be chocolate and they were so great. And they were wonderful and they still exist now that i have kids i have seen these same candy bar fundraisers but the caramel candy bar i think all of the candy bars are like half of the size that they were when i was a kid but they are not cheaper they're they're the same or more money so in my mind i think like shrinkflation is i'm gonna pay the same or more money and i'm gonna get less of what i'm paying for so Amanda confirmed that that's the right track. So <laughs> shrinkflation reminds me of those candy bars that I'm still paying a dollar for and I'm getting like a quarter's worth. <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. So I pulled some information from a lot of dis- different sources, um, some UK extension, some Illinois extension, uh, just some different publications. But yes, so shrinkflation is when companies maintain their current prices or they increase it just ever so slightly, but they give you less product. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they're banking that we're not paying attention. And so when I think about that, I think of like cans, like canned goods, yes. things like and that. Chips. It's like chips. air. Like I'm buying yeah. a bag of air. Yes. Yeah. And and so you don't notice it. Of course, you're going to notice the candy bar. Right. Right. Or right. you're going to notice, I guess, the, the soda bottles or the different sizes of things like that. But or and so just the ounces or poundage are just a little less but you're paying a lot more and we're the environment that we're in. Everyone is trying to save money and find ways. Um, so just being mindful of what it is and being aware of it is just, um, a tip in itself. Um, but today we're just, we're going to dive into some ways to work around shrinkflation. And so I did want to bring this up that this is not a new thing. So this practice, uh, many manufacturers have been doing this back to the 1900s. And I had no clue that I was like, you know, it's we're in tough times and that's why they're doing it. But no, it's been going on for a long time. Sneaky. Yeah, they yeah. are very yeah. sneaky. Yeah. 
so um, I did look at, so I found an article on CNN Business um, that grocery prices are up 3% just for this year. Oh, yeah. So in 2023. But that does not compare to in 2021 when the prices jumped 13.5%. Do you remember when milk was really cheap and oh, now gosh. it's not? It's I, so expensive. Everything. Everything's so expensive. But I, when you say that, that really, like, milk just come to yeah, my mind. Yeah, that's the because, one thing that sticks out to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it was, what, a dollar ninety nine or 99 cent, you know, and now mm-hmm. it's three-something or four-something, mm-hmm. depending on, you know. So I, I think about that, how quick it jumped up. Yeah, you know? and I just cringe every time I go to the grocery store, you know, with a family of five and... It is just outrageous, the amount of money. And if you look at this, like I'm looking at this study that you shared with us, and I'm like, you add that together, that's 16.5% just over a few years' time, actually two years' time, really. That's a lot. Like for people to have to pay nearly 20% more for their groceries, but we know that their income has not increased in that way. Like, no wonder people are just really stressed. It That's overwhelming. Yeah, it is. And I've always, like, I know that it's increased. But until I actually found mm-hmm. that, I was like, wow, it's a lot. Um, so it's a struggle for all of us. And uh, keep in mind that shrinkflation is in a constant. So some products... Um, I guess an example would be when there was some issues with eggs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So they did raise that up and do some shrinkflation tricks on us, but then they've kind of came down. Yeah. And so it depends on the market and the commodity, of course. But just being aware that it's a thing, I think, will definitely help all of us save a little bit money um, as these prices start to increase. So what we're going to do now uh, is just try to look at some tips and tricks and just things to look at while we are shopping and before we shop to avoid this shrinkflation. So now that you all are familiar with it and you know the term, are there things that you're like, you know what, I have done that before or tricks that you use currently? Mine would be far as to compare prices at grocery stores. And I understand sometimes it's easy, one shop, one stop, you know, type of thing. But uh, where I live, you know, we got multiple grocery stores. And so I could compare as far as what that price is and if it's less or more, you know, just comparisons. Yeah, for me, I think it's, you know, kind of like the candy bar analogy it's not something I have to have, so I just don't buy it. I'm not going to purchase it anymore because I don't feel like I'm getting my money's worth. But then also um, just looking for other ways to get a similar item. So like you said, the eggs, um, I can remember when that was an issue, you know, because again, like three kids, we go through eggs. Like if we have eggs for our family, it takes a dozen. And so that's a lot of of eggs and can be a lot of money when those prices were going up and so i started looking for local people who had chickens like who i could get eggs from locally that were not at the grocery store and so i did like i supplemented that way from 
you know, friends who had that and I would purchase from them for a more reasonable price. Um, and so then when it went back down, you know, maybe went back to the grocery store because they couldn't sustain us forever. But I think looking for alternatives, maybe looking at farmers markets or other places, if it's a grocery thing, where can I buy locally where it may be a little less expensive? So those are the kind of things, you know, just either avoid it if it's not necessary or look for another option or another outlet to get it. Yeah, definitely. Those are two great tips. Um, one that we've kind of mentioned is paying attention to packaging size, right? So we mentioned chips mm-hmm. or candy bars, of course. Um, but as in size also is actually looking at the ounces that are in your product yeah. and what you're buying. Because sometimes the can may deceive you and mm-hmm. you may think, oh, this is cheaper, but... And then the other one's more expensive, but you just you just got to really look at it and just say, you know, this ounce is maybe more expensive, but I'm getting more for it or vice versa. So just being more mindful of the sizes and ounces of things. And that's usually like on the tag at the grocery store, right? Like if you look at the different prices, then it'll be like the price per whatever. Yeah, some of them actually break yeah. it down and you don't even have to do yeah. the math. So you can just kind of like if, if your grocery store that you frequent does that, that's what I've kind of trained myself to try and do if I'm trying to decide between sizes if it's cereal box size or something else like that um looking to see what am i paying per whatever they're breaking it down by because you can easily identify like okay this is going to be a better bang for my buck than going this route and sometimes it's not the option you think it would be yeah exactly and the next one would be to avoid buying pre-packaged foods because they are more prone to shrinkflation. So, um, of course, we, we have talked about before, pre-packaged foods are convenient. You mm-hmm. do pay more for them anyway versus, you know, buying uh, the fresh or not prepared. But, um, again, this this was showing that they those are the products that tend to hike up their prices and do shrink a little bit more. Yeah, that makes me think. I've heard other people um, say that, especially like my mother-in-law, she likes to bake a lot. Um, and she'll bake from scratch, but then every once in a while she'll use a box. And she's like, I think that like the cake mix boxes, like that you're getting less. She's like, it seems like the cakes are thinner. Or they're not filling the pans as much as they were before. And so I just wonder, maybe that is what they're doing too. Maybe they're they're shrinking what they're putting in that box. And if you're someone who's been doing that for a long time or you bake often, you might really notice like, okay, now my, my cakes are not looking quite as fluffy as they used to. <laughs> but they're banking that you don't notice, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's just something, yeah, Good. that's a good thing to point out. So another one would be to steer away from name brand items. And sometimes that can be hard. Yeah. Right? Um, because you may, be, you may prefer one over the other. But the off-brand or the store brands typically are the last ones to put shrinkflation on their on their products so just there there may be times when you may have to veer away from your your loyal brand in Mm -hmm. the grocery store or wherever that may be to save a little bit more money you know that's funny uh you say that because i I was looking at some uh, food labels this week um my granddaughter uh, we're trying to stay away from red dyes Mm, you know and it's funny because we look at the labels to make sure that it's not in there or what dies in there. 
but there's one brand that does not most of the time have it in there and it's one of the off brands so it's interesting that you know we need to read food labels anyway, especially if we've got hypertension or diabetes and, you know, we got to pay attention to what we're putting into our bodies. But that was just interesting to me that our off brands didn't have them type of dyes in it compared to some of the other name brands. Right. And I'll like full disclosure, I like name brands, but what I have found is, you know, if you have certain items maybe know that okay this item i want it to be a name brand i like i'm loyal to this brand i like whatever maybe it's got a certain taste a certain texture a certain whatever it is but then find areas because there's always things that you can go to an off brand i don't think like it's not necessary for all the items in my pantry or at my house or all the things to be that so maybe pick and choose if you if you're one here like me and you want to have name brands find areas where you can cut that back where it doesn't have to necessarily be that you know like i for me like one area that's that's pretty easy is like toilet paper there's some really great off-brand toilet papers you can save a whole lot of money there so there's different ways to do that so if you if you have certain things you have to i get that but it will make a huge difference in how much you're spending at the grocery store for sure stock up on products when there's a sale on them and that may require some homework a little pre-work before you do go to the grocery store or you may have to go to multiple grocery stores but a lot of times um, there'll be store grocery stores that have ads in the paper or sell ads and then also maybe additional ones if they have an app or something like that on their phone that you can compound them and save a little bit extra shop warehouses and buy certain items in bulk rather than at sometimes local grocery stores and i hate to say that because we always preach shop local um, but again there may be some times when you may need to deviate or buy certain items from one again and some from the other so i love a, a good warehouse shopping experience but yeah th- i do like to stock up on things like paper goods like your paper towels your toilet paper even cleaning supplies or laundry detergent because you can get it in bulk you know you're going to need to use it and it has a long shelf life and you can save a lot of money especially if you have a larger family and you find that you're going to the grocery store often for those things so yes i think definitely shop local as much as you can but for the things that you have room to store and you know that you're going to use stock up on it when you can and i think the key that you you said in that was things that you're going to use yes yes don't just buy it because well that's a good deal and then you're not going to eat it you're not going to use it it's going to go to waste don't do that or have a coupon you know yes just because you have a coupon to save this doesn't mean that you need to buy it either so just kind of think realistically Mm -hmm. am i going to use this reduce your food waste so you can avoid eating too much food which we've talked about before just in general for your health but or consume more of a product than you really need you talk about far as reduce our food um this week, I had to take my father to uh, Nashville for a doctor's appointment. And we always eat lunch or supper, if depending on the time. And so we stopped at this one restaurant. And it really falls into this, this shrink because it was the price had been 
higher than normal mm-hmm. and the servings was even smaller yes i was just thinking so. that this happens at not just grocery stores but restaurants yeah. all the time and you think like oh there there's so much we'll share it and save a little bit of money and then you get it and you're like oh wait um did we get the kids menu what did what did we do today and in which yeah. it was enough it was i mean the mm-hmm. portion size was perfect because i, I mean i was full but it was just like I don't want to pay that price if it's going to be kid-sized food, you know. Right. But it's just, that's something else that's, you know, Mm -hmm. going on right now is our restaurants, too. Yeah, definitely. Like, pizza is normally a pretty easy, like, go-to and affordable for a family. But even the places that are more affordable for that have gone up. And if you haven't been there in a while and you go order and you're like, oh, wait, what? I thought, like, you were my value place and they still really are comparatively because everything's gone up but it it's some sticker shock like my family we cannot eat out affordably anymore like yeah. it's, it's just a lot and so i know i know it's hard for everybody out there because you are definitely getting less for your money yeah so just when you're trying to think of ways to reduce your food waste other than what we've kind of talked about just planning your meals in advance um, making sure that you're storing your food properly yeah and if you have leftovers use them in a timely manner which i'm like stepping on my toes because i'm the worst at that (laughs) same i I am too my husband says all the time he's like you cook too much and look at all this food that you're getting rid of because we you know we eat on it but I do. I cook an abundant amount. I've always have because we all. I've got a big family, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, even if you don't eat it all, you could freeze it. But just doing, making sure you're yep. doing it before it's too late. Yeah, just being and, more yeah. and the right way. We don't want to get sick. <laughs> food safety, people. right? Food so. safety. <laughs> so following those food safety guidelines, but just making sure to utilizing your leftovers and storing them in the proper way. And then shop clearance displays. Right, so there are some grocery stores or stores in general that have owls that are clearance, yeah. or they have uh, like little shopping carts that hey, these things are on sale, or the manager special section. And not to say that there's any, there's nothing wrong with those. You just have to use them immediately most of the time. So if you are trying to save a little bit of money and avoid some of that shrinkflation cost, uh, be sure to do that. And this also applies to seasonal merchandise right yeah and we've Mm -hmm. talked about this before i think it probably in our in the last podcast we talked about financial stuff is go when it's on sale Mm -hmm. when after the season's over um and sometimes there's pre-sales right and so just being more mindful planning and being intentional about about what you're doing yeah i was thinking like so there's a certain brand of shoes i love and i wear them like all the time and if I wait, like right now, I can buy the summer styles for like 50% off. So I could save so much money. And it feels silly in my head. Like, why am I going to buy a sandal when we're like in the holiday season? But I know if I know I'm going to wear them, I know I'm going to buy them. I can get two pairs of shoes for the price of one and still be the exact same shoe that I would be buying six months from now. And I would already have them. And so I think you can do that with all the things. Like if there's something you, again, just like going to the warehouse, if you know you're going to use it, then it is to your benefit to buy it in the off season and get those discounts instead of waiting when it feels like, oh, I need to get that now. And you're paying double. 
And then the last one is use online resources, which we touched a little bit about. Um, but this is online food shopping websites, apps, a lot of stores, not just grocery stores. They have email lists that they'll send out coupons and if you know you're going to use it, um, go ahead and purchase it when it's on sale or on clearance when they have those things. And of, co- of course, social media posts. Uh, you know, a lot of people will say, hey, this is on sale this week. Or maybe you follow that store on social media and they're sharing certain things. And some stores may just have exclusives where they only share things to people who are registered to their email list or follow them on social media. So just keeping on top of those things and also using digital uh, coupons, which we've talked about a little bit before, um, but it never hurts to remind everybody to, to look at those avenues as well. Yeah, I think when I'm online shopping, first of all, I never want to pay shipping. Like, I will scour the internet for a free shipping coupon code. But also, um, one thing I like to do that kind of falls into this area is there's just an influencer, which that's big now, influencers, that I like to follow that has a very similar style that I do. So when I'm thinking about putting together an outfit, clothes, things like that, um, and they even kind of touch on like, holiday gifts for family members and stuff and give you tips and ideas but they always will be like hey flash alert this thing's on sale at this site or here's a coupon for this one and I follow that and I've found like that that can be a really good way for me to build my work wardrobe or shop for family and friends and getting a better price on it by following someone who I know has a similar style and is in a similar stage of life as me. And so it makes it easier. I don't have to like dig through the internet. I can just kind of have that and it'll pop up. And if it's something that is needed or works with what I'm doing, then I know when to buy it and when not to. So things like that can be really helpful. So there's influencers on all types of things of all different ages and backgrounds so find somebody that you really feel like you relate to and you can follow them and that can give you a lot of tips on things that you would probably be purchasing anyways but you can get it at a better price yeah thank you that that is a good tip um i i do that some but that's definitely something that i could probably look into to save a little bit more money So thank you all so much for joining us today. We really unpacked a lot of things, uh, a lot of tips to avoid and work around shrinkflation because it is a thing in our current environment and with the holidays coming up, Mm -hmm. those markets and the businesses may may target us this year just Mm -hmm. because things are a little bit more expensive so hopefully you found some tips so i do encourage you all to identify one of these tips whether it's the online resources or just reducing your food waste or just thinking about comparing things in ounces and units while you're at the store uh, over the next few months to try to find ways to avoid and not fall into the trap of the shrinkflation that we are experiencing right now. So thank you all so much for joining us on this week's episode of Life Simplified. Thanks for listening to Life Simplified. We are family and consumer sciences agents with the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service. Contact us at lifesimplifiedpodcast at gmail.com.